Hello, and welcome to Ride the Omnibus. The team here are having a difficult week after what had already been difficult weeks. I personally had surgery two weeks ago, which is the reason why we've gone to an every-other-week model at present. Not only me, but the entire team at Ride the Omnibus, my co-hosts Rabia, my producers Danielle and Billy, and several of our board face challenges every week that others in the podcasting world do not. We as a team contend with both physical and mental health challenges, and between managing pain, managing our conditions, managing medications, and managing the various ways insurance would like to deny us access to basic necessary medical care, any week can be a minefield. Ride the Omnibus considers itself a global podcast with global concerns, but because much of the team is based in America... Aside from everything else, we are in mourning right now. On Thursday, June 24th, the Supreme Court made the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and criminalize abortion. At the same time, Justice Clarence Thomas made it very clear that access to contraception and same-sex rights are next on the chopping block. I can understand the instinct to protect innocent lives, but the proclamation that hypothetical lives, whether viable or not, have more worth than the lives of real women is something I cannot fathom. Women's healthcare is an issue central to those of us who bring you this show, and women's issues will always be deeply important to us. I am a married woman now, but at age 20 I was told that because of my various medical difficulties, I could never carry a child to term. If I ever became pregnant, attempting to bear the child would directly jeopardize my life, and the best I could hope for, the absolute best I could hope for, would be an early miscarriage, which might leave me with relatively fewer chronic conditions. When I found this out, I wept for weeks, even though I had never even thought about having a child at that point. How unbearably awful to have that avenue, that facet of life, entirely closed off to me. As difficult as that was, I never imagined that my country would criminalize my inability to bear children. When the Supreme Court decision came down, 12 states had already passed trigger bans. That is, laws that were structured to go immediately into effect once the decision was passed, criminalizing abortion immediately without exception. Many are written in such a way that miscarriages themselves are illegal and punish women who are already suffering physically and emotionally. For women like me, who have an exceptional number of health complications, there are no exceptions. As women, we are routinely told that we do not matter. Men's bodies are the norm. We as women are the other. We are mysterious creatures that must be inventing the symptoms that we feel when they don't match what the medical textbook says. Our pain is treated with skepticism and doubt. Women's healthcare in this country has always been woefully inadequate, to the point that I felt compelled to make a horror film about medical gaslighting, so that others would know how it feels to be a woman in the doctor's office. Now that women's health issues can be criminalized, will we experience better standards of care? I think the answer to that question is obvious. We as women have few choices to begin with, but with the world watching, America just decided to criminalize our existence. As a show about marginalized voices, I want to be clear. Marginalized women, particularly disabled women of color, will be hit the hardest by this decision. Women of means will always have access to medical abortions, that is, obtaining pills early in the process that safely and effectively terminate pregnancy. 
This decision will ultimately only restrict access to safe and effective means for women who have few resources to begin with and are already among the most vulnerable. We've seen from the pandemic how many black and brown lives were lost, how many disabled lives were lost, while the world chose to ignore those case numbers, hospitalizations, and deaths, and prematurely returned to business as usual. That casual negligence was obvious to those of us who are immune-compromised, but could have been overlooked by those who thought we were all on the same page. I assure you, we are not. Every decision that is made in America today that makes healthcare more difficult, more thorny, more draconian, affects women of color disproportionately. Access to centers for women's health, like Planned Parenthood, has never been easy, but now it will be out of reach for over half of American women, with more shutdowns and snowball effects from the ruling still to come. I don't know what's coming, but I can name these feelings. Dread, disgust, and fear. We are living through untold horrors, and in this hour, we need to protect each other. I vow to you, our listeners, that we will continue to fight to amplify marginalized voices. We will speak out about injustices where we see them. We are grieving, but we cannot afford to grieve silently. Attention must be paid. Thank you for listening, and thank you for taking a moment right now to reflect with me on the history of the land you are listening on now. Whether you are stuck in traffic or sitting in your office chair, take the time to look up whose traditional lands you are on now and what treaties govern those territories. I record this podcast on the site of lands stolen from the Manahoac people. I am grateful to work on this land and I acknowledge that we need to protect and honor the history of the indigenous people from other tribal nations that have made innumerable contributions around the world. I share this in the hope that my listeners may join me in honoring our past, present, and future. Without this land, this earth, and each other, we are nothing. Before I go, please take 30 seconds now to leave us a five-star review by clicking on support the show in the show notes. We don't want your money. We want your words. A simple RTO rocks my socks expands our reach and helps us keep bringing you great content and connect with us on Instagram and Twitter where we are at Omnibus Ride. You can also visit our website, omnibusride.com, where you can go to dive deeper into our content and learn more about the show. A special thank you to our amazing editor, William Das. We truly couldn't do what we do without him or Danielle. Be well, be safe, and keep in touch. Mm-hmm.